You're listening to Sound Opinions, and later in the show, we're going to hear from singer-songwriter Caroline Rose about the song that got her interested in becoming a musician. But first, it's time for another round of Buried Treasures. We love to do these shows periodically, Jim, because we uh, get to dig deep into our collections of uh, recent music that we love but haven't had a chance to get to uh, on the show as yet, mainly because they're not huge mainstream releases, but uh, each of us love these particular records. We have always got the antennae up. Uh, we are uh, reading uh, from our friends on social media, raving about stuff. We're listening to publicist pitches, and sometimes we're just uh, messing around on the streaming <laughs> service and uh, following those algorithms, which can be bizarre. Uh, the first, though, uh, that I'm going to highlight is a band from Moscow called Lucidvox, and uh, they are just absolutely blowing me away. This was a tip I saw from uh, Tim Somer on Facebook, uh, a fine rock critic himself uh, that I've almost forgiven for being the guy who signed Hootie and the Blowfish. Um, in Moscow, these four young women come together, and they are making a sound that has some obvious precedents, uh, Krautrock, which is a sound you know I love, Hawkwind, uh, in their folkier, quieter moments, the incredible string band, Pink Floyd, of course, no psychedelic rock band, doesn't pay homage to Pink Floyd, but all combined with a uniquely uh, female perspective, a uniquely Russian perspective, as Russian in their way as, uh, as uh, Pussy Riot, I think, without the uh, over-the-top politics, um, you know, they are singing about being in this uh, wonderful, strange, sometimes very troubled land. Uh, they are, are drawing on the history of Russian folk music and the music you hear in the Orthodox Church. Uh, it, is, it is just beyond strange. And on top of all that, Greg, if I can add one more rock critic name drop here, uh, there's kind of a post-punk minimalism at times, which is almost like the raincoats or the slits. Um, mm. It's just extraordinary. I, I, I can't uh, hear enough, and I'm very much looking forward to a new album that's coming out called We Are, but this single is out there already. It is called Runaway by Lucid Vox from Moscow on Sound Opinions.
That is Runaway by Lucidvox. Don't you love that, Mr. Cott? I think that's uh, brilliant. I, I was blown away as well. Uh, very, uh, a little gothic, you know, and I, I like that. Uh, yeah. Chamber rock feel, the orchestration, it's very cool. That was quite elaborate. I'm going to go with something a little more stripped down that I've really been loving lately. It's a group called Two. Uh, with an EP out called Pull the Knife Out. This is uh, two members of the band Nico Vega from uh, Los Angeles, Asia Volkman and Dan Epand. Um, I hope I didn't butcher those names too much, but uh, I do love their music. Uh, Asia is just a, uh, she's a firecracker in terms of the, what she brings in terms of vocal range and substance. There's a wide variety of music on this record in terms of approach. There's uh, full-on rockers. They're more stripped-down, atmospheric tracks. Uh, I can't wait to see what they do next, but this EP is a very uh, promising start. Here's a track from it called Cage Fighter from 2 on Sound Opinions. I was in danger Christmas night And you were a stranger By my side By my side I felt the weakness I put up a And it wasn't quite right, it wasn't quite right You were checked out from the moment that you pulled away I was reaching for you but you didn't hear a word I'd say That is Cage Fighter from a band called Two. The EP is called Pull the Knife Out. You know, Greg, uh, this young woman, Asia, has an amazingly powerful voice Mm -hmm. that put together uh, two things in my head when I I heard this song. Uh, One is Fiona Apple. I mean, the voice is that theatrical, captivating, powerful. And then she does this almost like Arlo Guthrie story song thing in the middle. (laughs) It's like, wow, those are two artists I would never have thought to put together. Yeah. As I said, it's almost like multiple voices, you know, that this woman possesses. And it's a pretty intriguing approach. I'm going to go next uh, to the beautiful uh, small coastal town of Halifax, Nova Scotia, uh, for uh, a recording by John McKeel. Uh, he has long been a cult favorite in the indie rock uh, singer-songwriter, super emotional underground. 
the new album that he has coming out is called Bobby Joe Hope. And it starts, Greg, in 2015 when he bought himself an old TAC reel-to-reel recorder from a stranger online. And uh, he set it up, and he discovered that one of the 30 tapes that were also in the box contained recordings made by the stranger uh, he bought it from. So uh, this project, uh, Bobby Joe Hope, begins uh, when he chopped all those tapes up into 10-second loops and used them as samples uh, that, that were the foundation for uh, this weird set of eerie, psychedelic pop songs that are very beautiful on their own, and then you realize all this strangeness. I mean, this is a long-standing technique, right, among psychedelic uh, experimentalists in the studio. It's what uh, the Beatles did for uh, being for the benefit of Mr. Kite on Sgt. Pepper's, right? You chop it up, it sounds too ordinary on its own, and you mix and match, and you get these weird juxtapositions of sound on top of John McKeel's, uh, you know, very beautiful, uh, heartfelt uh, pop songs, folk pop songs, uh, uh, that, that would have been wonderful on their own. Um, you know, he's done several albums since the mid-2000s. This one is really unique. I'm going to play a song called Morning Dove by John McKeel. The name of the album is Bobby Joe Hope. That's the fictional name he gave the mystery artist who uh, uh, sent the tapes along with the TAC recorder. <laughs> Had a bit of a Velvet Underground vibe on that uh, song, Mr. Dirigatis. I, I know why you like them. Yeah. And uh, those chords remind me a little bit of Femme Fatale. You know, it was a you know, yeah. good, promising start there. You know, I'm thinking, okay, I'll yeah. listen to this. I, I dug it instantly. 
I'm going to go to the UK for my next pick, Jim. A band called Porridge Radio. They're out of that uh, Brighton, England DIY scene. A lot of underground bands filtering out from that particular scene. This is one of the very best. Uh, Porridge Radio is their name. Uh, led by another huge personality, a singer by the name of Dana Margolin. Brings to mind a, a singer of the intensity of, of someone like a PJ Harvey or even a Nick Cave. That intensity, that tormented quality, that dramatic flair uh, in her voice. This is the second album from this uh, band called Every Bad, and here's a track from it called Sweet on Sound Opinions. My mom says that I look like a nervous wreck because I bite my nails right down to the flesh. Sometimes I am just a child Writing letters to myself Wishing out loud you were dead And then taking it back And I used to be ashamed Until I learned I love the game And I slowly move away From everything I knew about me Pen. She said it lights up when you press it And are you still so depressed? And I like it that you Charming, I am sweet And she will love me when she meets me She will love me when she meets me I am charming, I am Sweet My mom says that I look like a nervous wreck Because I bite my nails right down to the floor That is sweet by Porridge Radio. Uh, Greg, I love that instantly. Um, you know, I can see where you're saying uh, Polly Jean Harvey or Nick Cave, because there is that theatrical element there, uh, singing about biting my nails right down to the <laughs> flesh. But I hear a ferocity in those guitars that is yeah. making me feel like, okay, it looks as if we're not going to have another Savages album, but now I don't care. I have Porridge yeah. Radio. All right. I love it. You know, moving on, Greg, uh, we love to incorporate as many voices on Sound Opinions as possible from fellow fans, listeners, critics, uh, radio DJs. This week, we've invited some guests to share their Buried Treasures picks. Uh, first up, we have Lior Galil, a writer for our local Alternative Weekly, the Chicago Reader. Let us hear his suggestion. Hey, Jim. Hey, Greg. This is Lior Galil. My buried treasure pick is Jackie's House by Chicago rapper Joshua Virtue, who is a member and co-founder of Y Records, an underground hip-hop crew and collective. Mm -hmm. 
This is not your Bible on how to die long Cause we ain't really got the time to be switching to Diet Coke This is Sonic Manual on how to cope Knowing you're eating vegan and simultaneously like to smoke he is part of two duos. One is called Uta Baby, the other is called Free Snacks, and he also raps as a solo artist. He recorded Jackie's House both as a tribute and fundraiser to his mother, Jackie, uh, to help her get through the pandemic, uh, and released this on Bandcamp. My favorite song on this is called Fenny Face. It's uh, it's impressionistic, it's diaristic, it's a really complex overview of the kind of deterioration of life in Chicago in in these very specific places that Joshua Virtue walks through and the way that he threads together all these loose ideas of what is happening in his environment really is fascinating and shows a dimension of something that I've had so much trouble being able to engage with and talk about in any other way in any way other than this is hard uh, I so frequently turn to music to be able to uh, pontificate about something that I'm struggling to put into words. And, and this song and this album has really been able to guide me through this challenging, unusual period. This night, your Bible and how to die alone, terrified, trudge barefoot, the final night of Rome, easy, bronchial attack, loud back, got him wheezing, wine bag like Catalina, That is Lior Galil's pick for a buried treasure. It's a song called Fenty Face from Joshua Virtue's new album, Jackie's House. I uh, love the conversational sing-song. There's a warmth in that in that voice, you know, and he's speaking as a son, a grandson, and a brother, uh, speaking to his family disconnected by the virus. This, this album was produced uh, in, in very recent weeks under those conditions, and you can hear it coming through very strongly in that song. Like, this guy is talking to his family, He's not giving a performance. This is a very intimate sounding song to me. Yeah, and I, I love that laid back groove. So thank you, as always, Lior. After break, Greg and I will continue to dig up some more buried treasures. Plus, we'll have another friend sharing his pick as well. That's all coming up on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago and PRX. Got food in the fridge, but you only. Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott with Jim DeRogatis, and uh, we're going through some of our favorite recent records that haven't gotten as much attention as we think they should. Today, we're going to have a few friends sharing picks as well. Uh, next up is Tariq Moody, the host of Rhythm Lab on Radio Milwaukee. 
Let's hear about his buried treasure. This is DJ Tariq from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. And I chose the new album from duo Quelle Chris, rapper-producer from Detroit, and California producer Chris Keys. The new album, I said before, is called Innocent Country 2. And the production it just grabbed me so well. It kind of reminds me of a mix of Mad Lib, Roy Ayers, and Bob James. This jazzy, soulful, really rhythmic, melodic production on this album. Lyrically, it's kind of uh, albums full of social commentary and introspection. But more importantly, it's about finding joy in, in a time where it's just hard to find joy, especially black joy. And as someone said, black joy is a radical act. And I definitely felt it. Listen to this album. Some of my highlights of the tracks include Sacred Safe, which features Meryl Garbus of Toon Yards, Cavalier, and Homeboy Sandman. Meryl Garbus, Toon Yards, is featured on three other tracks, including another one, kind of a seven-minute track, which is just gorgeous, called Mirage. There's also uh, Earl's Sweatshirt that's also on that track, Mirage. Pink Sifu, a rising rapper with Grease from the Elbows, very interesting track. Bottle, Black Power, by the Business. Innocent Country 2, to me, it's kind of like a, a perfect album to have a barbecue by yourself. Just just you, the grill, and a really nice cocktail just to sit back and relax and enjoy a little peace in a world of upheaval. I want to feature one of my favorite tunes, Sacred Safe, featuring Meryl Garbus, Cavalier, and Homeboy Sandman. This is Quelle Chris and Chris Keys from the album Innocent Country 2. has impeccable taste. It's always great to have him on the show. Yeah. And that is a cool piece of, again, really laid-back, grooving hip-hop or neo-soul. I love those choral vocals, Greg. I do too, Jim. Um, that is uh, putting me in a very tropical frame of mind. I feel like I'm on a beach <laughs> somewhere on the other side of the world, and you got this beautiful, trancy, hypnotic, summery breeze of a track playing in the in the background and it's uh it's it's very very cool in that sense in, instead i'm in my office and you're social distance in your <laughs> basement and we're never going yeah. anywhere again <laughs> i am uh i i hear you on that one i want to focus on a, a relatively new artist kaya who has a new album out forever ya girl a uh, chicago-bred new york-based singer producer multi-instrumentalist you know, if you go on her Instagram, you can see her posing with a microcorg synthesizer, you know, which mm. is, you know, I love that uh, vibe, you know, and not your 
typical soul or R&B kind of pose for a female vocalist, certainly. Uh, this is not a smooth R&B record. This is uh, sprinkled with hip-hop touches. It's got more in common with experimental electronic music, the darker mm -hmm. edges of ambient and goth. I'm hearing elements like that in this record as well. Impressionistic soul, you know? This is soul music, but there's something a little darker and deeper and weirder about this record that I really, really love. The track is called Heavenly from Kaya on Sound Opinions. That is the song Heavenly by Greg's Berry Treasure pick, Kaya. We think we're pronouncing that right. For those of you looking to uh, stream it, it is K-E-I-Y-A, capital A, but all together, one word. Greg, extraordinary stuff. I I'm loving the hypnotic loops there that, that she's getting on that song. I do too, man. It's, it's weird and different and really cool. I if you like that track, you'll love the whole album. Well, I'm going to go uh, with something weird and different from a really inspiring female artist next myself. Nana Adjoa has an album that's not coming out till early September, Big Dreaming Ants. This follows a debut EP in 2017. I've been doing recording ever since. This single that I'm going to play, She's Stronger, is already out there floating around, streaming, and there's a video. Nana has an incredible backstory. She's a multi-instrumentalist, a producer, and a singer with Ghanaian roots who is now living in Amsterdam. Not only living there, but she studied <laughs> jazz at the prestigious Amsterdam Conservatory. And then she began to release this ultra-poetic mix of soul and folk and jazz, talking about complicated issues of being a black woman in white culture, race, gender, religion, sexuality, the meaning and makeup, what makes me, me. Who am I? What is identity? With this kind of breathy, seductive voice and these incredibly uh, entrancing neo-soul grooves and just spot-on melodies. You'll hear what I'm talking about. Nana Ajoa, she's stronger on Sound Opinions. Two arms, strong. 
Nana Ajoa with a song called She's Stronger, one of Jim DeRogatis' Buried Treasures. That's a strong track. I love the way that sort of breathy verse gets into that sweeping refrain. She's stronger than you. And that's a, you know, it's an yeah. anthemic kind of vibe. Anthemic is, uh, I think, what uh, Jeff Pizzotti was going with on this uh, next song I'm going to play. For you old 80s punk kids, you'll recognize the name Jeff Pizzotti. He was the lead singer for Naked Ray Gun, still is the lead singer for Naked Ray Gun. Apparently, that band has a new record done. They're supposedly going to release it some, mm. at some point, but not yet. Uh, meanwhile, Jeff has been working on these uh, solo tracks for a number of years, just playing them for a few friends. Had no intentions of putting them out, apparently, for quite a while. Uh, but now we have those tracks collected in one place, his first solo EP outside of the Naked Raygun camp. And, you know, it's a different vibe for Jeff. You're looking for those kind of melodic, punchy punk tracks that uh, Naked Raygun was so good at. This is a little more contemplative, but still powerful in its own way. And also a different vibe lyrically, much more personal in their perspective. I think what Jeff was going for on this next track that I'm going to play is sort of a soul vibe. It's almost like an old Motown track, you know, ain't no mountain high enough, you know. I'm, mm. Here's Make Me Whole from Jeff Pizzotti on Sound Opinions. Jeff Pizzotti, Make Me Whole. Greg, you know, it, it's inspiring to see an artist so associated with an iconic sound. <laughs> Maybe not iconic yeah. to everyone listening to the show, but people in the indie rock underground and the punk world, and certainly in the Midwest, know and love Naked Raygun. And it has much of what's great about that. When that song erupts, yeah. uh, what is it, like two minutes in, mm -hmm. after the, the beautiful, lulling grand piano kind of intro whether yeah. we've never heard that from jeff you know he's still creating and moving a sound forward i find that endlessly inspiring my last buried treasure pick has also got a long story behind it from an artist who calls himself boyo that is the los angeles based multi-instrumentalist songwriter robert tilden 
and the record he has out, Where Have All My Friends Gone, came out of a really painful experience. In 2018, he was diagnosed with an acute form of frontal lobe epilepsy. It wasn't sure he was ever going to be able to make music again or live any sort of a normal life, and it was a struggle to get it under control. These frequent seizures, he did, and this album is inspired in part by that journey. He found a lot of comfort when he was struggling in songwriters like Bradford Cox of Deer Hunter and Mark Linkus of Sparkle Horse. I hear that in here. I also hear if you somehow used a time machine to put My Bloody Valentine, a name I do not invoke lightly, with those wonderful guitars, in Laurel Canyon, circa 1972, it, it might sound like this. <laughs> those two things, you know, chocolate and peanut butter, you wouldn't think they go together, but they're a perfect match, at least in the hands of Tilden, a.k.a. Boyo. Uh, here's a song uh, called Dogma. I love it on Sound Opinions. Boyo with Dogma. Cool stuff, huh, Craig? Uh, no, actually not, Jim, uh, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew we'd not, disagree at some point. Yeah, I'm a, it's a little bit monochrome for me. I, I was thinking, I was looking, waiting for some progression dynamically, but it, it, it never quite got there beyond the promising beginning. Well, you know, I was not uh, swayed by the story because I fell in love with the song before I read this fascinating story. Uh, but such is life. Can't all be hits. If you have got an album out there that is flying under the radar that you think we should hear, that everybody who listens to Sound Opinions should hear, let us know. Give us a call at 888-859-1800 or connect with us on the Facebook or Twitters. Coming up, we're going to hear the story of the song that got Caroline Rose hooked on Sonics. Plus, Greg will drop a quarter in the Desert Island jukebox and play us a song he can't live without. You uh, have a little preview, Mr. Cott. Yes, I do, Jim. It's a classic track that is getting new life in a, in a brand new movie. Hmm. Okay. That's in a minute on Sound Opinions from WBEZ Chicago, distributed nationally by PRX. My love is a bad idea. Mm, I got this feeling. Baby, it's just madness. 
Welcome back to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott. He's Jim DeRogatis, and that's a little bit of the song Feel the Way I Want by singer-songwriter Caroline Rose. She released her fourth album, Superstar, earlier this year. Now, the album has an elaborate concept behind it that involves Rose taking on an anti-hero persona, obsessed with fame and being cool. It's not surprising, Greg, that the song she chose to talk about for our Hooked on Sonic segment is Dave Brubeck's Take 5, an undeniably cool song if ever there was one. Hi, it's Caroline Rose, and uh, I'm just sitting here waiting in line at the DMV to get my registration renewed. So I figured now's as good a time as any to talk about my um, most influential song. There is one that stands out in my mind because I, I have a very distinct visual that goes along with it and it's just sort of like printed in my memory. The song is by Dave Brubeck Quartet. It's called Take Five. You've probably heard it. It goes like the whole song is just iconic because it is just effortlessly cool and i i knew that at the time I, i think i was around seven or eight and that maybe was the first time that i had heard really cool music And it was around the time when I was learning what coolness really was and uniqueness and, you know, learning about myself and what made me unique and kind of developing my style. I had this signature look at the time. It was black jeans with a black belt and I'd tuck a a white t-shirt into my pants and then I had this navy blue blazer from The Gap and then I'd wear uh, what I now know look like Ray-Ban sunglasses, but they were the the cheap plastic kid version. And then this was the piece that tied the whole room together. It was um, a pair of black leather penny loafers that I'd put little shiny pennies in. And that was my look. I was a cool cat at the time. I don't know exactly how Take 5, the album... We had it on CD. I don't remember how it arrived in the house. I'm assuming it was from my parents, who are both artists, not musicians. In fact, I don't know if either of them are particularly musical at all. I have this this kind of video that plays in my head of me in my little outfit, playing at the piano with my Funkel Randy, who's my fake uncle, and he, he was really just a friend of my parents, and he, he's a, a painter, but he wasn't just an artist. He was in, interested in so many things. He was also a professional cyclist and traveled the world, and, you know, he lived in New York City, which I thought was the coolest thing ever. And he would always come to the house with, like, purple hair, and then, you know, three or four months later, he'd come back, and he'd have, like, leopard print hair. He's such a cool guy. He still is. I remember jamming with him on the piano and we weren't playing take five. I wasn't that skilled on the piano yet, but I was definitely channeling the energy of Dave Brubeck and his band and the like kind of effortless coolness of 
the way that they played. It was probably the first time that I had, one, ever jammed musically with someone, but also the first time that I had really let the music kind of just channel through me. I mean, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I could feel it. And I could feel the way that the sound of the piano made me feel. And the way I played it made me feel something. So there you have it. That's my uh, most influential song. And uh, now I'm just going to go back to sitting in line at the DMV. Bored out of my mind. So I hope you guys are doing well. Can't wait to be back on the road. Maybe we'll, we'll come visit Chicago. That was Caroline Rose talking about Dave Brubeck's Take 5. Greg, I love the idea that Caroline recorded that for us while waiting at the DMV. You know, I don't care. Brilliant artist, president of the free world, <laughs> anybody. You know, the DMV is the great equalizer in all of life. You got all kinds of time there. Man. Tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Just to cast away, island lost at sea. Now I'm stranded on my own. Stranded far from home. Come on. You remember, we were shipwrecked together. As often as possible here on Sound Opinions, one of us hops in the rowboat and takes a trip to the desert island, pops a quarter in the jukebox, plays a song we can't live without. Greg, I know what you're going to give us. I'm excited about this one. Me too, Jim. Thank you. I uh, am a big fan of the new Spike Lee movie, uh, The Five Bloods. It's a Vietnam War movie and about the aftermath of that, uh, you know, five veterans, uh, four of whom are still alive. The fifth one sort of with them as a spirit, a ghost, uh, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. I saw it too. Did you catch the names of the vets? They're named after the Temptations. That Spike right. Lee, man, that was a great detail. Yeah, you know, Spike uh, is uh, very astute in the way he references pop culture and specifically African American culture in his movies. And uh, this is no exception. The soundtrack uh, draws on a lot of period music from the '60s and '70s. Uh, that very much speaks to what the characters are doing on the screen. And the voice that is haunting the soundtrack is Marvin Gaye's, uh, the late Marvin Gaye. He sets the tone for the movie, Inner City Blues, Make Me Want to Holler. He, he's on the outro with uh, What's Going On, the title track from his great 1971 album. But the scene that really gets me with Marvin's music as the backdrop to it is a scene where Paul, the most troubled of the four survivors of Vietnam finally makes off, you know, makes a go of it alone. I'm not going to give away the plot, but in, in any case, there's, there's a lot of turmoil in this movie and a lot of psychodrama in this movie. And Marvin's voice, um, that haunting voice, a cappella now, singing what's going on. And it's just beautiful and also disturbing uh, in, in some ways because suddenly the voice is pulled away from that music. And uh, I saw an interview with Terrence Blanchard, who oversaw the soundtrack for the movie, the interstitial music, et cetera, that wasn't uh, based on those uh, 60s and 70s um, soul songs, uh, talking about the idea that a lot of Marvin's message 
was missed because the music and what's going on was so well done, so beautiful, those orchestrations, that people didn't quite appreciate the depth of, of Marvin Gaye's music. And, and also, not just the fact that it was protest music so much, as he was confused as everybody else. There was this, like, this notion of what's going on, what's happening to the world, I can't figure it out, I don't have the answers, I just know that something's wrong. And that's mm-hmm. essentially what the song is addressing. So to be able to pull that voice and those lyrics away from that musical context and just let the voice sort of carry it really delivers a punch that I wasn't expecting. And I have not been able to stop thinking about that voice and the way it is used in that movie ever since. Here's Marvin Gaye with the title track from his 1971 masterpiece album, What's Going On, from Spike Lee's The Five Bloods soundtrack on Sound Opinions. Mother, mother, there's too many of you crying. Brother, 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 there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, Father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the answer, for only love can conquer hate. You know we've got to find a way to bring some love in here today. Picket line. And picket signs Don't punish me With brutality Talk to me So you can see Oh, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, what's going on? Ah, me, right on, baby Woo! Right on, baby Right on, baby. Right on, right on. Right on. Yeah, 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 Simply cause our hair is long Oh, you know we've got to find a way Bring some understanding here today Oh, oh, oh. picket lines and picket sides Don't punish me with brutality Come on, talk to me so you can see what's going on. Yeah, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. I'll tell you what's going on. Right, right on. Greg's Desert right on. Island jukebox right pick. Marvin Gaye's amazing acapella version of what's going on. Greg, what do we have on the show next week? 
Jim, uh, we are living in some confusing and anxious times, and uh, therefore we've got some songs about helping that may help us get through this. Three cheers to all the helpers out there, as Mr. Rogers would say. For more sound opinions, listen to our podcast wherever you find such things. The show was produced by Brendan Banizak, Alex Claiborne, and Andrew Gill. On Sound Opinions, everyone's a critic. So now it's time to hear what you have to say. I said if you need me, oh, 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 I'll always be, I'll always be just a telephone call away. New messages. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I'm calling from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Thank you so much for your show about Bill Withers and his Carnegie Hall um, concert. My favorite Bill Withers song is Lovely Day. This song makes me smile. It makes me dance. It makes me so happy. And in these very difficult times, I embrace his um, voice. And oh my gosh, how long can he hold that note? Just one look at you. And I know it's gonna be Thank you so much for your show and for the show on Bill Withers. Hey, this is Kenny Greenberg calling from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm a huge Bill Withers fan, and I loved your uh, show on the live record. Did you ever tell the story about how um, Ain't No Sunshine came about? Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. A number of people have told me the story that, that he really didn't have the finished song. And when he went in to record that, he told Booker T, well, I've got part of a song. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's not really done. And... And Booker T said, well, just let's have a run at it. We'll just, uh, make a quick uh, demo recording of it. And so they recorded it. And the part where he goes, I know, I know, I know, he didn't have any lyrics yet. So he was just putting that in as sort of dummy words until he finished the song. So they finished the take. And he said, yeah, that's good. I'll, I'll, I'll write that section. And then Booker T said, no, that is the record. And so I just think that's a great story. And uh, love your show. Keep it up. And I know, 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 Yes, my name is Dee Dee Floyd, and I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. The Carnegie Hall album is near and dear to me. I use it as on a CD as road music to drive between South Carolina and Georgia, um, where I grew up. Um, favorite song, I would definitely say the one, She's Gone. Maybe the latest of the evening. Makes me feel bluer than I am. I never thought that she really would leave me. 
Him holding that note for like 13 seconds towards the last two-thirds of it is just absolutely supreme. Anyway, that's my opinion. Have a good day, fellas, and thanks for the show. No more messages. To give us your opinions on Sound Opinions, call our hotline, 888-859-1800. We'll be back next week with more Sound Opinions, produced by WBEZ Chicago and distributed by PRX. Mm.